the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I'm your host, Chuck. I uh, run a couple leagues, League of Enthusiasm and the Dynasty League. Yeah. All right, here are my friends. Hi, I'm Jake. It's good to be back. I'm Al. It's also good to be back. And we are here for Mock Draft 3.0 after all the fucking trades have gone down and settled amongst the crowd. It is, uh, I don't know, today is what? Tuesday, July 30th. 30th. And uh, after everything has happened... Al ended up with the number one pick in the 2019 rookie draft for the Dynasty League, and he will select uh, consensus, and he's got the number one pick. Why would he lie? Well, I would lie. That's that's not out of the question, but uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, why would you lie about having it? You're going to take it, right? You're, I don't know. You're I remember being sneaky about taking Corey Davis two years ago. Because I remember at one point I had to text you and be like, this is who I'm actually taking in case I'm physically unable to make my pick at the time. Yeah, I don't even know why you were being sneaky about it. It's not like you could swerve anybody. You were There's nobody ahead of you to swerve. No, Corey, I know. I think Corey was, Davis didn't really work out. He's, uh, he's going to develop on my practice squad. He's a little expensive, and I think he's his numbers weren't terrible. They were similar to Mike Williams's. Uh, numbers and stuff and I feel like how do you not cut him and then practice squad somebody else I don't know it's kind of a uh, well it's obviously the last ditch effort like if he's not good again I'm not going to keep him for $28 um, yeah Titans are all on borrowed time if anyone owns a Titan they're uh, they, they need to make make the uh, make some hay or else it's going to be curtains for them see but they've actually been pretty Good too the last couple of years. Did they make the playoffs last year or was that two years ago? Uh I think they missed the playoffs last year, but I'm not hundred percent certain. They might have made it. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't give a fuck about the Titans. Yeah. Alright, yeah, good point. Um Alright, so number two, I guess this is where the consensus changed a bit. Um so I have uh oh so Mark had traded into the number two spot uh assuming he was going to get murray because uh al had been uh in love with josh jacobs up until that point until he could show his true love his true colors for the arizona quarterback kyler murray so i actually have mark uh taking josh jacobs here even though he uh seems to be why uh running back heavy but then when you look at his team and you go, ooh, Coleman, you're super expensive, and you really never, like, you're not worth that much money. So like, And Bell as well, correct? Yeah, but Bell is actually, like, good. So, well, like, he's really, he, Bell, Bell's in the 50s. Um, yeah, but Devontae he's, like, Freeman's he's cheap, worth it, he's, though. Like, definitely you older. still think Bell's worth 50 bucks? Yeah, like, because Bell is, is going to still put up, like, top 10 numbers. And Coleman uh, might be a flex. Coleman, I don't think is worth it, but I mean, Bell's worth a shot in this league, especially just to hold on to. I mean, I don't know. I would hold on to Coleman. I would, like. I think his upside just being the the Niners running back. You know, if he wins the job, you know, clearly he'll. Yeah, assuming he'll be a there's stud, no but. running, assuming there's no um, injuries, 
and whatnot and assuming that everybody that that like i don't know assuming just things aren't uh like are, are gonna go according to adp and everything like that that's how things are gonna actually finish then yeah maybe he doesn't need to take a running back here but i think as we've seen running backs are always gonna be great in the short term and you know it's like a two three year window and if uh mark thinks he's a contender why not go for the running back when we know that in free agency there's going to be quarterbacks available but wouldn't it make more sense given what he does have on his team if he is looking short term and i think long term i to go quarterback no, because I think has, there's more quarterbacks available in free agency than there's going to be anything else available. He doesn't have that much money to where like he'd be looking in the Flacco range rather than yeah, and I uh, think Aaron that's going to be fine for him, given the talent he's got elsewhere and that he can acquire with Josh Jacobs as a starting running back. Well, right now he only has one actual starting quarterback with Carson Wentz because Rosen's in a QB battle with Fitzpatrick. I yeah, would but imagine... if he signs Fitzpatrick, and who else is going to go after Fitzpatrick? I mean... I like Fitzmagic. There's gonna, I think if Fitzpatrick is a starter, he's going to go for at least 15 bucks just because... So many teams could go for a cheap quarterback that he puts up the points. Yeah, like yeah, he's, he's not going go to go for he's not going to go for nothing. Like there's going to be at least a bidding war between two people to the mid teens to maybe even like twenty. I don't know. He's got the money to afford that. But that's why I say. Also, he's got the money, or he's got the draft capital to go for a quarterback later in the draft. Um, so this is why I have him taking. Uh, Josh Jacobs. I had him going Haskins because I think he's in a rebuild. And like you said, running backs have the best return for the first two to three years. But I think um, these the quarterbacks available can be have a chance to be decent enough to have a chance this year. Otherwise, I think their long-term window would help Mark's team the most. I think he's going to go with uh, Jacobs. Because I think that, uh, you know, cost-wise, like, maybe on Bell, he's going to, if he's thinking about his future contracts and stuff like that, replacement, you know, a dynamic running back, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with Jacobs as a player or anything. Like, I think he's definitely in this class. I'm just saying it's, he's going to need to replenish his quarterbacks and his running backs, and I think it's easier to fall into a running back later or there's just more options available to acquire a running back for your fantasy team rather than quarterback granted he does have the fifth pick as well all right so we've heard but you have been outvoted two to one it is going to be josh jacobs that's fine with me all right so at number three i have rob taking uh david montgomery running back chicago bears uh, he also has the next pick as well, so I guess that factors in a little bit. Uh, just keep that in mind. So uh, you can go, Jake, because I gotta. Yeah, I would have to almost agree with that because Rob's kind of a villain and he hates the Bears, so it only makes sense for him to take the Chicago Bears running back. I just think he's gonna take the best player available right now. Yeah, and you know he's smart like that as well, and would probably take the best available player. Yeah. I, I guess I'll just go with it. You guys already won two to one. 
But um, I would have to say with that, he would. So with his next pick, cause <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah, what do you what do you say he's gonna do for his next pick? I think it's a coin flip between taking whichever quarterback he likes or Nikhil Harry. Um, again, he's got. Or no, he traded that other one. So yeah, he doesn't pick for a while till I want to say like the third. Ten one. or no, ten. Yeah, yeah, he's got ten. So. Uh, I don't think he can get a quarterback at 10, but I think he can get a, a wide receiver he obviously will like. Or I do think that you're right with that Nikhil Harry thing because I think it's the next best available player. I do have him taking Nikhil Harry at four. Okay. I like. I, I wouldn't be surprised by it by any means. I just think that's what he would do, and I don't know if that's what he should do. Yeah, I think it makes but the most he, sense. He just picked up a... Yeah, he I mean, just he's solidifying his wide receivers and his he, running he backs. He has he's three got, quarterbacks now. Yeah. He, yeah, he did just trade for Dalton, so... Yeah, oh, Robbie. All right, so at four, uh, I mean at five, uh, Jake, who do you have Mark taking at five? Um, at five, I have Mark. He would have to take a quarterback, right? Yeah, I'm thinking Hackinson. Yeah, take yeah, I've got him taking taking Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Haskins from Washington, you know, the quarterback. Yeah, so there I have him taking Haskins. That that brings him to four quarterbacks if he doesn't cut um, Rudolph. So if he cuts Rudolph, this this gives him three. Yeah. No, I would I would 100 percent think he should should take Haskins. I'm surprised the second quarterback fell the to five. Is that how far we are now? Five? Yeah. So six, what that that's Ryan? Nope. Or is that No, that's me. That's oh, yeah. okay. Hmm. Uh, I mean, so I guess we have to guess at this point. So um, do you just want want me to tell you who I would take here? Uh, or? Let, let, us, uh, let us guess for a second. So if that's gone I would guess Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Hawkinson. <laughs> well, you also have a 2-1, uh, so you have the 11th pick as well. Yeah. So that's where I think Hawkinson's not going to get past. Metcalf. So wait, who, who do you say that I'm going to take <laughs> at, at six? Metcalf. DK Metcalf, you think I'm taking DK Metcalf at six? All right, you're the tiebreaker. Who's it going to be? And Al, you think I'm taking who? Daniel Jones. So I'm going to say one of you guys is correct, and it is definitely not Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is where I would take Daniel Jones at six. Uh, three quarterbacks off the board. Then we have Ryan at seven. Um, I think this is the easiest pick of. Miles Sanders. I yeah, think he I takes think this Drew Locke. Is, I think this is Miles Sanders too. I think this is slam dunk Miles Sanders. I think for his team though, there's a chance he would take Drew Locke because just because he's I don't a think he needs to take if, Miles Sanders by any means. With him but, being Stratford Cash, if he has to get rid of Luck <laughs> and he's not going to have money to get him back, I can see him taking Drew Locke and then spending all of his money on Flacco and just practice squad Drew Locke. Yeah, I could see that happening. <coughs> I also just see him taking. Miles oh Sanders yeah, he in. he. I think there's a really good chance that uh, 
Miles Sanders, he just likes so much that he immediately picks it. So. Yeah. All right. I'll vote it. Uh, All right, at eight, we've got L. So do you want to just tell us or do you want us to guess? You guys can guess because I got to figure out who I take. Do <laughs> you want to start that off, Jake, or do you want me to? You go for it there, Pat. All right, so um, I'm just going to – I have you taking Justice Hill. I Man, think really? he's the next available – the next best available running back. He also – Gives you um, the backfield. What the I entire think, Ravens What, what I feel think will be the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, backfield. Ingram, and Justice Hill. No, it makes sense. But all right, I want to hear the other guess. <laughs> I also think that getting a potentially good running back is worth more than getting a. Like an okay wide receiver. Well, that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking here is, is be running back, but I don't know. I also know that you've said that you really like Daryl Henderson. Is just it's a bad landing spot, so I think it's a terrible pick, especially that early. I don't think taking him in the first round is like smart. Smart. This is the scenario that I was laying out to you earlier. So, right. This is the the possibility for you. So this is where you guys are gonna end up swapping because you're gonna end up snaking his Daryl Henderson from out from underneath him. Because I'm telling you now, I was I was ready to start the Daryl Henderson conversation and take him at, at when eight. literally you shouldn't be taking him. Because I'm maxed at this point. I took Murray, so I'm maxed out at four quarterbacks. I maxed out at three tight ends, so I can't take Hawkinson or Fant. Yeah. And um, I'm currently maxed out at receiver, but I'm going to either cut or trade because there's definitely a couple options where if they don't have a good preseason, I'm just going to cut them, and I'm fine with it. So um, even with wide receiver, I have no idea who I would take. Like, I think just on the safe side, either take Debo Samuel or A.J. Brown just because I have the other starting receiver for that team. So I just kind of hope, you know, I have, you know, two chances that one of them is going to be really good. But, um, yeah, no, I would I would take Henderson if I had to hold on to the pick. Just I because we'll I traded just, James yeah. White and I only have five running backs We'll now. definitely go with what you, you would say you're going to take. So. so then the next pick's mine. Yep. So yeah, I'm definitely taking a quarterback at this point. Yeah, you know because that's just where my hands are tied to. It's so kind of a good way. The for next it to fall best for quarterback you. would be Drew Locke, which you would just be practice squatting. As which well, I right? would be. Pa- yeah, he'd be on the practice squad. That would obviously because be you're also going to be a little bit strapped for cash too, right? No, I should be okay. I should have some room to do a little bit. Yeah, but. For what's the what's the the ninth pick sixteen bucks like that's yeah gonna take a decent chunk regardless so put it on the practice squad that's gonna obviously save you a lot of money so right all right so Rob at ten um, I have Rob taking Hawkinson he 
He did get Dalton for 13, but I kind of liked it better when he had another pick coming up. Because he could do something like take Hawkinson. Because I also think he needs to take more receivers. He did in this one. We had him taking to kill Harry, but I still. Well, think. he does have the first pick in the third round, I think. Yeah, and but he I did think just, this is he where he trade, takes. He trade for Tyree Kill, but like to be able, because I think he has enough depth at every other position, being three deep at quarterback at least for the time being, and uh, he's what four deep at or no. Yeah, we had him take a Montgomery, so yeah, he'd be four deep at, at running back as well. So, um, I don't even know who the best, second best receiver is, but I would give him his choice of receiver. So I would just say AJ Brown. Yeah, I guess. that's what my guess would be. AJ Brown. Tennessee. So you guys are gonna say AJ Brown? Yeah. Well, that makes it easy for me. And you're just going to take Hawkinson. Yeah, at at 2-1, I'm definitely going to take Hawkinson without even thinking about it. Yeah, I would have said that would make sense. Even though you're anti-drafting Lions because you're a Lions fan, and then though like two days before you're like, Fuck that! I want him. <laughs> that I that I that I super overpay for him. You had three, six, and nine last year, and you from a month before the draft, you're you accepted the idea of carry on at nine would be good, and then you're like, ah, but like I kind of want to make sure like that I didn't take him because I had seven and eight. You're like, I'm gonna take him at six, and then like draft day comes and you're like, boom, carry on three. It's like. <laughs> Dude, like that shit down, I guess. But like, cause you were all about Sony Michelle up until that point. Yeah, I still do really like Sony Michelle, and like, I do kind of feel like I could have had Sony Michelle and Carry On Johnson, but I don't know. I got Carry On Johnson and Darius Geis, so I, I'm not too like angry about it, dude. I really like Darius Geis. Yeah, no, it's it's it should be. And good. in this mock, I get T.J. Hawkinson and. It's uh, good you Daniel traded Galladay then too, because you'd be way over. Oh yeah, lines. yeah. Um, and then uh, I believe you're up next, correct? Yeah, Jake at uh, at two two. It's awesome to just like tell everybody my picks. But uh, oh it's yeah, pretty, I I love just doing it. I love being transparent. Good. To be honest, you know, no fan. Yeah, it's pretty you know no brainer for me. I guess here I like the. I always liked the quarterback tight end combo. It worked good when I had Cam and Olsen. It's funny because in my original mock for this, um, I had Hawkinson going at 10, and then I had Fant going at 11 to me. Yeah. So I still had him going back to back. So that would be the way the cookie would crumble. All right, so this is where I I thought it got a little funky. It was at 2-3 with Tom's pick. I think this is way outside the box, but I have Tom taking uh, New England quarterback Jarrett Stidham at two three. That's uh, I, I mean that's he, a Tom move. He, he took, I would he took Gallup. I was gonna say that'd be ridiculous. Except, yeah, after taking Gallup, number one receiver. Like um, it makes sense too because like he he's got two quarterbacks. 
Yeah. And so, he can still go after one for big money in free agency then. Because if Dax is third and he throws a bunch of money at Rodgers or Luck or whoever, um, then, yeah, he would. Yeah, because, With like, Mahomes, big, big-time free agent, Dax is your third. You can definitely afford to just practice squad instead of and just shoot for the fucking moon right there. I mean, that's, that's my pick because, like, for him. And do you think that's too early and he should try to like if if that was his plan was to to have this happen would it make sense to try to move down and get you know some future picks or like a, you know a couple you know like a third rounder this year or something Yeah, well I mean he's he's might be thinking that he can get Drew Locke still or something like that there. Ooh, no. I don't I don't see a 13. He's, he's well. Been he's been trying real eight. hard to get into six, and he's been trying to get eight. So I let him know what I could what it. I could do for six, but didn't seem too keen on it. It doesn't make a lot of sense for you to take him at eight. For who? Me. You to handcuff Henderson? Oh yeah, no. This is. He was the the running back I liked the most before the NFL draft. He just went to such a bad situation. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. This is what this is No, what it's all good, man. This I'm is, just saying it this just kind of is a little baffling. I mean, he doesn't do you any good cuz Todd Gurley is going to be running. So, my thinking of what what I would justify it is by the time he would potentially be taking over in like three years. I think you're four getting years. a better pick, anyhow. Yeah, I think so too. The way that that fell, I was like, all right. Well, I mean, I guess it's not really that bad. For what? For Locke? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be able to take Locke. Well, right. No, yeah, I think it's better suited for Jake's team, anyhow, because one, I don't think the backup running back to tag early is going to be really worth much. My thing, I, I'll have the ability to practice squad him. He's not going to cost me anything, which definitely helps because I'm going to be pretty close to 300. And when in a couple years, like, I would still give Gurley at least the next minimum two years right. before, like, the idea of him. The wheels falling off. Yeah. Then, shit. By year four, if Henderson's good, then it's worth it because I, I w- I'll be able to practice. But you paid him, him already. So basically, it would be an investment as for a starting running back in four years at, um, what would it be, like 24 bucks or something? Yeah. So. All right. No, I was just curious. It just, I mean, I think you would have done better with like a wide receiver gamble there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's I don't know who would even be worth it. It, I guess a lot depends on how the preseason goes and who looks good. Like I'm hoping since there is such a large field of potential wide receivers that someone's gonna make it clear, you know, who's excelling at this point. But come to think of it, I actually kind of like the way it looked better. So you would having taken so you would rather end up with. The Lock Fant combo, then Lock so. and Henderson. I mean, if I actually got this draft, yeah, sure. This is this. I wouldn't be upset about this for the future of my team. But if the tight ends were gone, then you would. I guess you're valuing the tight ends more than the handcuff. Well, I don't know. 
The handcuff. I mean, it's not that. It's I don't feel bad about what I ended up like. I like the the tight. I liked the combination. Like the tight end was, I was cool with it, because he's a, more of an opportunity. Like he's, I think, has a better opportunity than Todd Gurley's backup. Oh yeah, I think Noah Fant can be what everyone hoped Jared Cook would be. All I'm saying is I hope someone takes Daryl Henderson ahead of me. And you're just like, yes, push me down better players who are going to score me actual fantasy points me and could uh, win me a championship. Yeah, right? but after divulging all my like war secrets here, I guess I'm pretty much, you know. But I don't know who. Oh, uh, all I'm saying who's is. Who's be taking those players earlier? All I'm saying is, yeah, is, is, yeah, I don't really care if you know my draft strategy because. It's going to bump someone else good it, down. So. Take, take my guy at three. And bump someone else good down to me. Yeah, I guess that. Right. If you, if yeah. Rob takes the Planning guy I want at six, misdirection, and then yeah. David Montgomery falls to me at six, I'm all like, well, yeah, I take David Montgomery, but he's not there at six to take, so I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course I want the better player, but like. When I also take into consideration my team, and I did can take into consideration like Mark's team and stuff like that at two when he took Jacobs, I was just also thinking, well, there's going to be a quarterback that he wants available at five because nobody else in there needs to take a quarterback. Yeah, Rob could take a fourth quarterback. I don't think he necessarily is going to take a fourth quarterback at three or four, in which case... Boom, Mark picks again and takes a quarterback. So okay, so are we wh- going what do you guys then? No, yeah, so what do you guys so what do you guys say Tom is gonna do at two three? My vote is he's gonna take Jared Stidham, but that's just my stab in the dark, crazy, holy shit, what the fuck is Tom doing in the draft? <laughs> I like I said, man. I that's like a Tom thing, you know. I, I totally could see him doing that. That's like the foresight that he has. But all right. So besides Damian Williams, what other running backs are going to be available in free agency? Like Jordan Howard, who's kind of going to be a backup because Tom has one running back. No, yeah. There's going to be like garbage available in free agency. So I mean, not garbage, but there's going to be like two starting running backs and LaShawn McCoy. Do you think Justice Hill or uh, was it Devin Singletary from Buffalo would be options here? For Tom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think those would be great options for Tom and his team, the way like his team is Yeah, built. I mean, I, I do think that Justice Hill probably... Tom doesn't really have a lot of players. He really fucking stripped it down. Like, he obviously kept the good ones, like Mahomes, McCaffrey, and Juju and stuff, but, like. Has, I don't know. I mean, has, if there he has was. nine a, players. If there was a way I could have traded up, I might have traded up and taken Justice Hill. For you to trade up? Yeah. So, like, like if I could trade up to this spot with Tom. I would give him Justice Hill at this point. He had, or I think he still has Gus, or no, he got rid of Gus Edwards. But yeah, I don't know. He was fucking around with the Ravens before. 
I'd give him Justice Hill. And you're picking Stedham? Yeah, I still think Stedham. That's where I would lean. Stedham? <laughs> yeah, just because, like I said, Tom's sneaky. sneaky oh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. And, like, whoever takes Stedham, I feel it's going to be a surprise just because it's such a long-term view of, you know, if he ends up being the starting quarterback next year, it's a home run pick. All right, so I guess we're taking Jared Stidham for a top. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Zach at four. Oh, Zach. Uh, I've always thought Devin Singletary makes sense for him just because it just seems like a Zach pick to me. Yeah, but do you really want the quarterback and the running back on the same team? It's not terrible. I just think it's a, uh, a drafting for need type situation, especially for – I think that there's going to be a lot of depth at receiver. He definitely he needs has, a running back. He has so many picks in the third round. He has, I think, four of them. But in the third round, them. those are all just dark. But I'm saying that there's probably like 15 draftable receivers I think and he's only take, like eight draftable running backs maybe. If he's going to take a running back here, I think he should take the best one available, and that is Justice Hill. And if he's not going to take Justice Hill, then he should take Damian Harris because he's the backup to yeah, Sony Michelle. I still think he can get Damian or Harris. Or he's a part of late. that backfield. So you're you're starting to think you're starting to be of the opinion that owning a backfield is a good situation. It's a situation. Um, at least you have a better chance of having a guy as opposed to like I also like the idea of just getting guys that might be good if they're if they win the job that's why he wants Daryl Henderson because he thinks he'll be good if he gets the job if Gurley gets hurt um, I don't know. Like, it's not necessarily a bad option to go after the the tandem of a backfield. It's it gives you peace of mind. It gives you a certain floor. So my question is, if not, I'm not saying Todd Gurley's gonna get hurt, but say Gurley missed a week, and we know uh, Henderson's gonna be starting in that offense. <laughs> like just for like running back rankings for that week, he would have to be a top ten running back, right? To be getting that many touches in that good of an offense, it all depends. I mean, depends on where they're at during that Who week. Playing, like, right, right now, are we saying that? Maybe I don't know, but like when that happens, that's completely different statistics and everything that we're going to be throwing him into. I would say no. I would say he is probably an RB2. And anything higher than that, you get good upside. Like, why not? Like, I'm not going to overshoot the guy's expectations because he's in a good system. He's a rookie running back that I do not know and I do not trust. And I do not think is going to be fantasy relevant. Because Todd Gurley is Todd fucking Gurley. Why no? I'm just saying, like, if... You know, Gurley rolls an ankle and he sits out week seven. Like, the week seven running back rankings, I would have to imagine 
Henderson would be like around number eight or nine. No, I would put him at RB20, and if he does better, then good for him. I'm not going to all of a sudden say this guy that hasn't started is going to do better (laughs) than guys that have been starting and putting up good numbers. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just a big fan of the unknown Mc, McVeigh offense. I guess. Yeah. Um. It's it's hard for me to say that his offense is so great when he's got Todd Gurley. Like Todd Gurley is great. So how do I know that your offense isn't great because you have the best running back in football? I don't um, know. When he was in Washington as a coordinator and stuff, like they were. I, you know, fairly successful, especially given like Kirk Cousins is anything special, and it's not like I don't ever really remember the Redskins having like a stud weapon. So, you know, if from what I remember of the Redskins from three four years ago, you know, if you can turn that in, into a top ten offense, like I'd say that's pretty good. I don't know. I don't. Uh... I don't. I I don't believe in Daryl Henderson. That's all I'm trying to say here. So did we go Justice Hill for Zach? Uh, that would be my my. Uh, I want to give guess. him a running back. So if it's Justice Hill, that's fine with me. It's if that's who you think the next is. That's who I think it is. Justice Hill. Yeah, I think it's the best option. Yeah. Oh, we got Mark now at five. Two five. If Singletary is still there, that's probably well. We already gave him a running back, didn't we? Yeah, I have him taking um, Harris Campbell. So he ended up getting Jacobs and Haskins with his first two picks, right? Uh, correct. So yeah, Campbell, indie wide receiver. I think you know Ty is gonna. Start to age out a little bit, even though I have T.Y. and he's great. I think he's a good option here for the youth and the future of his football team. Um, One of the reasons why I think Ryan is going to go with Sanders is because in another league that I'm in Ryan with Ryan, in another rookie draft, he traded up <coughs> to get Miles Sanders. Yeah, um, It's the same reasoning why I'm saying uh, I think Mark is going to take Paris Campbell here. Although... DK Metcalf is still available, uh, and he was off the board in a different league that me and Mark were in that already had the rookie draft. Um, I think he's going to do the same thing that he did in that draft and just take Paris Campbell because that would make sense. I think he's a good wide receiver. I would just say because we were talking about his team before and why you guys had him take Jacobs at two was because of the age and the contracts of his running backs. And I just would think that to have a potential future of Jacobs and Singletary with whoever's left over, whether it's Kenyon Drake or Freeman's still good because he's got a good contract. He's just on the older side coming off an injury. Um, that I think that he has a chance to rebuild his running back core. But, um, you know, his receivers are – you know, obviously lacking now that he traded uh, Tyreek Hill, but he still has Stephon Diggs. Um, Marvin Jones is solid, but he's older. Uh, I really like Christian Kirk and Anthony Miller, so 
he at least has some potential at receiver, but I don't think he really has the youth at running back at this point. So I would go Singletary, but we'll go Paris Campbell. That's fine. Well, did you say exactly what you wanted, what you thought he would do? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know if he's going to – like, I think – Rebuilding your running back core at this point for him is a good option. So I think I would go with Singletary if he was still on the board. All right, so two for Singletary. Even though, you know, Campbell's a good, like I said, a really good option with the future and everything. It's tough, too, with all these wide receivers because Nikhil Harry is the only one who seems to have somewhat separated himself amongst everyone else. And without any uh, preseason action to go off of um, – you know, I would imagine after a couple of games, some of these guys are going to look good, and they're going to go. You know, who's available now in the second half of the draft? Who's going to go top six or seven or something? Like. Yeah. All right. So at number six, who you guys think Sean's going to take? Uh, Samuel. Uh, oh, Debo Samuel. Yeah. No, he. I think he's going to take Metcalf because he's been fucking, like, jerking him off. I'll go DK Metcalf. That's cool. Yeah. Because it seems at this point there's no really other draftable quarterbacks. Um, Maybe Irv Smith will get drafted. Um, You know, he's the number two tight end for the Vikings, which is kind of shitty. But I still think he can be a good receiving threat, which is all you need for fantasy. Um and Sternberg tight end Green Bay Packers. Well, he's Sean's got Ingram, right? So he, I, I don't necessarily think he would. No, I, Sean, I definitely think he's team. taking back half here. If he's <laughs> oh yeah, I'll go DK Metcalf yeah, for sure if he's uh, Mark. <laughs> just uh, who do you guys have Mark taking here? Fucking I mean Paris I, Campbell. So Paris Campbell since he slid. Yeah. And then do you guys want to guess what I would take, or do you guys just want me to tell you what I would take uh, based on this based on this mock draft? I think I can get it right again. Um Oh, Damien Harris. I have no idea. I think I would definitely uh, um based on this mock and if this is exactly the order it went in and this is where I was at, I would take Damien Harris right here. Or three for three, Hawkinson was a layup. Well, yeah, that was kind of a gimme, though. Yeah. So. All right, now, who do you guys think it would take here? Who's on the clock? Oh, this is you again. Yeah, this is me again. Oh, yeah, that's not my pick anymore. Oh, okay. Um, Greer. Back up for Cam Newton. Oh. Well, I've already got four quarterbacks uh, at this point. Oh, thank God. I still don't understand the world. Since I took uh, Daniel Jones at 1-6. I would give you a wide receiver. 
Because, uh, yeah, who's even the be- next best running back? Um, like that Madison guy that the Vikings get? Yeah, probably. Why would he want the handcuff? To do? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, that's the thing, Al. I'd give you... Who's the next next best receiver? Arcega I think, Whiteside? I think actually... Um, I'd give you J.J. Arcega Whiteside. I think the argument for Matson is the exact same argument that you could have for... Henderson? Daryl Henderson, except for... I just don't know anything about Madsen either. Except, like, Cook's had a worse. I think well, I guess Cook has had more season. of a. It's just more recent. Injured, ridden. He's been injured every year he's been in the league. He's been in the league two years and he tore his ACL. Yeah, and he's been in the league two years. He's been injured both years. Well, I thought it was he tore it, what, week four or five, his rookie year, and then he just started out real slow and there was some, like, I don't know, nagging stuff, or whatever. But he still ended up putting up solid numbers. He he was awful last year in fantasy in the LOE. I had him for a while, and it was was just, it the second half of the year a lot better though. Yeah, and then he came alive and he he started crushing it, and he did okay. It was just just rough, slow going. Oh, uh, he was not dependable. Yeah, the first nine weeks he only had like thirty points. But then, yeah, from week 12 on, he goes 13, 10, 14, 28, 10, 6. So I think it was a getting his legs under him type situation. Because um, it was pretty much after the bye except that first game against the Bears. But that's against the Bears, and you can't do shit. So. No. But um, uh, Bears. I would give you J.J. Arcega Whiteside. I said that. That's my best guess, dude. (laughs) Come on, look at this. I actually like uh, Marquise Brown right here because... Oh, damn. He's a home run swing every time he's on the field. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. And then Zach at 210. Oh, this is part of the Brandon Cooks trade, right? Um, <laughs> two, two ten. Because I traded you two ten, and then you swapped that to move up to two two. Uh, yeah. To get no fan uh, in this yeah, scenario. So, um, I would give him. So AJ Brown went what ten? Yeah. So the wide receivers went Nikhil Harry four. To Rob, uh, AJ Brown ten to Rob, uh, DK Metcalf two K or two six to Sean, Sean uh, Campbell two seven to Mark, Marquise Brown two nine to me. Oh, then he would for sure take Samuel. our Sega White side because he's got Elshon Jeffrey, so he can just wait till so I think he takes our Sega White Samuel. side. Just takes over for Elshon Jeffrey, then he can cut Jeffrey or trade him, or get, you know, just get rid of him, and he would have his actual NFL replacement to replace him on his fantasy team. That would make a lot of sense, right? I, I mean, Samuel's a good one though too, 
It's again. I'm just, I just think Samuel's better, so that's why I think I you think, would take him. I think but s- I understand the white side too, because really, it's like I think that these the receivers are so close to each other at this point without playing games that just having the reason of being the Jeffrey replacement on his team is the like. I need something to separate them, so I'm just going off of that. So all right, so we went with white side, so. The first two rounds of our consensus mock draft are as follows. Mock draft 3.0. Number one, Kyler Murray, quarterback, Al. Number two, Josh Jacobs, running back, Mark. Number three, David Montgomery, running back, Rob. Number four, Nikhil Harry, wide receiver, Rob. Number five, Dwayne Haskins, quarterback, Mark. Number six, Daniel Jones, quarterback, me. Uh, number seven, Miles Sanders, running back, Ryan. Number eight, Daryl Henderson, running back, Al, terrible pick. Number nine, Drew Locke, quarterback, Jake. Number 10, uh, A.J. Brown, wide receiver, Rob. 2-1, T.J. Hawkinson, tight end, me. Number two, Noah Fant, tight end, Jake. Number three, Jared Stidham, quarterback, Tom. Number four, Just Sill, running back, Zach. Number five, uh, Singletary, running back, Mark. Number six, DK Metcalf, wide receiver, Sean. Number seven, Paris Campbell, wide receiver, Mark. Number eight, Daryl Henderson, or nope. Number eight, uh, Harris, running back, me. Number nine, uh, Hollywood Brown, wide receiver, me. Number ten, uh, Whiteside, wide receiver, Zach. And that is our first two rounds. Third round is, uh, I don't know, we're we gonna do it. Or it's gonna not? be like eight receivers, no. and Brian will probably take Madison to handcuff Delvin Cook. All right, so yeah, it's just basically Zach taking like everybody. Everybody that's left. Yeah. All right, so in the last few minutes, I guess we'll go over those uh, trades that happened recently in the past week. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's only two. Well, I mean, quite technically, we could talk about some of those trades, or like how those those trades during our last podcast affected like things that happened. You know. Um. Well, the first trade after it definitely affected this mock draft. Because, well, yeah, we last talked as the Tyree killed uh, trade was happening. And then uh, since then, I traded you James White 2-1 and 2-8 for Calvin Ridley, Dallas Goddard, and 3-2. I just did it because Calvin Ridley is super cheap and young. And um, Dallas Goddard's just going to handcuff Ertz for me so I can practice squad Jaseki for the first seven games and not pay him. Because God, it's only five bucks. So, and then uh, Rob traded two three this year, um, and a second round pick of his own to uh, top for Andy Dalton, who's I want to say ten bucks. So, I don't know. It's kind of a steep price to pay for Andy Dalton, but he's also a quarterback who's only ten dollars. I want to say. Yeah, he's so. starting quarterback that's only ten dollars and two second round it's, picks isn't that much. It's Andy Dalton that. though too. Like I feel two threes enough. I think that's a good deal for Rob. It's not it's not terrible. I'm just saying I think he was a little steep on it. 
know. I just I just would have thought there's less I don't know sizzle for Dalton. So I don't know. The consensus I got from a few people was that you robbed me in that Ridley trade, but I don't necessarily think it was a robbery. I don't know. Two one's pretty valuable as we can see in, from this mock draft and stuff. And um, I don't know. James White's good. He was the eleventh highest scorer last year, and his no one's coming to take his role. So unless they completely phase that type of player out of their offense, um, he should be really good again. He'll be a flex play at least, I think. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm planning on right now putting him in my flex spot. So yeah, I pretty much already have my starting lineup basically, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think the, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if Mark got enough for Tyreek Hill. I don't know what the risk of him just not being in the league anymore. Um, the risk I that he's going to do it again. Cause he got the, he got the number two pick. Like that's a, the second best pick in the draft so yeah if Tyreek Hill had a completely clean sheet and you know no baggage then yeah he should have got the first pretty much all of Rob's picks this year like 1, 8, and 10 I would say would have been like fair value for a a no risk Tyreek Hill maybe even more than that see and that's why I thought that Devontae Adams wasn't a good one yeah because I don't know, it's especially someone. Because that's how much he's I so value. much cheaper too, right? I don't know, like uh, <laughs> you're looking like you want to bring up that fucking because Tyreek Hill scored s- like he was so far and away the number one scoring receiver. Like it was very by what forty points or something like that. Well, then I mean, like, then why aren't we having Rob? taking Markel Hardman like super high in this draft because like obviously if Mark if not Mark if Rob has 3-1 and Hardman hasn't gone yet oh I, then why yeah. doesn't he take him there at 3-1 that, that would be an excellent like, that makes the most sense right in this particular mock draft so yeah. like I just don't understand like I totally forgot forgot about him too I and mean, that's the thing there's so many wide receivers in this draft that it's like you can just forget about him, and that's, that's why what I'm like, I think it's such a crapshoot after Nikhil Harry. I don't know. I feel like if I had the ability to trade back and pick up more second round or more third round picks, just to have more instead stabs, of what two one. No, instead of like two eight and. Two nine. Like if I could trade both those back and get, like if I could just, just like talk if, to Zach. Like if just, me and Zach I was just could gonna swap, say, like, like clean up the end of the draft. Yeah, just like Zach's gonna have a bunch of like little knife stabs because he's like, got what four, six, it. eight, and ten. Yeah, like if if he gave me all of those and I gave him all of the the and I gave him those two seconds. Like if you wanted to completely redo your receivers and you just say I'm gonna take 
no receivers early in the draft, and the, these last four picks in the third round, I just take whatever <laughs> receivers are left over that I like, obviously. And um, Oh, yeah, that's what I would do. If yeah. one of them's good, it's totally worth it. Yeah. You're getting them for five, you're gonna be keeping them for five bucks next year, so they're gonna be on the lowest pay scale. I mean, right, although it that's is the thing is the pay scale. Yeah. The thing that's nice though is if I don't do that and if this goes according to this mock, then I get, uh, you know, another New England Patriots running back that, you know, based on your assessment of Henderson. Uh, this is a guy that the New England Patriots have traded up and invested draft capital in to get, and they're a team that does typically like to run on a running back by committee, and in his short career, Sony Michelle has proven to be injury-prone. So, dude, didn't we have Hardman go, like, fifth in the first mock draft it's like something crazy like that oh or yeah I, you took, no, him, I at took like him at four, four. yeah yeah, yeah. And but that I'm, was because like we huh. thought we were pretty sure we, uh, we were pretty sure tyreek hill was going to be out of the league like yeah that would make sense so <laughs> and now and now mark mark hardman's going three one in our dude mock that's draft that's 3. the 0. difference in when we do do the rookie draft because if we did the rookie draft <laughs> in may I very well could have taken him at four. Like that shit's fucking for real. So So do we do it earlier or do we do it later? If we wanna have a higher variance and make it would make draft picks in general more valuable. Um but like but the value be would be dispersed throughout more of them rather than like if you're picking like the day before the end of like the NFL season starts, you have all the information you're gonna have at that point. So you can like well, the, the, the top picks are worth like, the top picks are worth way more than the lower picks. Like we're picking right up there this year because we were available. Like everybody was available to do it this uh, this year. 1st. So September first, we're drafting. That's like September days 1st. days before the NFL season starts. We should do the countdown. We should, next podcast, we got to get the days. The days to the draft. Yeah, that's what we should open with. Well, after your intro, it should be this many days to the draft. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Dude, yeah, there's... Like Christmas. It's going to be so fun. So, you don't have any other non... Oh, Bryce Love. So, yeah, you're not you're not going to take Bryce Love anymore? Well, I can't. Why am Ooh, I going to take Bryce Love? Maybe I'll take Bryce Love. I'm just yeah, going to take it. all your guys' handcuffs. Do just it. hold them for hostage. Do it. <laughs> Do it, and I'll take a player that... Yeah, you're going to take Bryce Love, a guy who's injured and not going to play all year. Yeah, because he's going to cost me $4. Do it. That's fine. I'm going to need someone to put on the practice squad to pull up... I'm going to need to pull up Jacecki, so... Waste that fucking pick. You get him for a dollar for agency. Not if you want him too, then it'd be $2 or $3. Ooh, $2. I'm not bidding more than four dollars. So. I gotta take somebody. It's you know, that's like another thing. I think almost like after free agency, like during the season, like when somebody makes a bid, and if you've made a bid on that player, that you should be able to know how much the other player bid, so you can counter bid that, and you oh, should be identified. Oh, be you're not saying why it's a blind bid. You're not though. saying blind bids for the in-season pickups. Yeah, I think that would be more like. 
interesting. That it's would like be, an active bid. That would be pretty crazy where it's like every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. There's a free agency auction. And whoever wants to get to, in on that bid to, to nominate someone. You know, as long Ooh. as you have money, no. you can nominate. God, that's crazy. Maybe not. Maybe not like that. But like, because it's how many pickups are done um, during the week, anyways. Like three or four. Okay, maybe? so like, let's say for like instance, somebody's a free agent, and I I make a bid of five dollars on this person. Okay, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this person's really good. I'm gonna make a bid of eight dollars on him. I should be like ident- I should be like notified, and then and someone beat your bid. Yeah, and I should be therefore able to make a better bid. Well, yeah, and then, what like if- so it ends up being like almost an independent bidding war between the two fucking parties. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If there was, there's literally a live auction every Wednesday night at whatever time, and like if I don't want to do any pickups, then I just don't sign on, or I go and I just say no, I'm good. And I just check out and say there's, you know, four people trying to pick someone up and two of you are going to the same guy. Then your scenario comes up where you're actually bidding back and forth rather than because then any, you'd be picking up anyone for one dollar. Then it would save people money, but then it would also cost them more. I guess there'd be more accurate market prices for players rather than like, I got to make sure I get this guy. Here's 20 bucks, hmm. whatever, when you actually could have got him for like six bucks. Well, I mean that right. That's what I mean. That that's yeah. the like result of it. If so. it's if it's possible, I would totally be for it. Oh, I mean that'd be something we could uh <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to just like totally derail everything and jump off a topic about it, but No, I mean we had I time at the end of the I podcast. Been thinking we about still, it. I've never heard still of have a couple minutes, idea so like that, so I think it's, it it's cool. another idea we could throw in for the you know, the rule Well, first we got to see if it's possible well yeah i mean <laughs> this is just like some super scooby-doo idea that i had we uh otherwise it'd be you getting like emails or like there'd have to be some group thing where like it has to be like literally a text or email yeah like, and be like we're getting shut off site. where it's like you bid 10 bucks and then it's like all right if no one says anything in 10 in 10 minutes then it's over and you get them Right, I mean, it's almost like somebody sends you a trade, you get notified that you're getting a trade offer. Yeah. So if somebody makes a bid on a person that you've bid on, it would send you a notification that you that someone has made an offer, and then the clock starts. Yeah, I I just don't know. And if, then the final, if the website is has the capability of it being set up that way. Well, <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I'm just. Oh yeah, but if we did it like over like a group message thing or group text or something like that's, we can at least try it. But then you got people knowing exactly what you're doing if no one's paying attention to the waivers. Yeah, that's also true. So they'd have to be paying attention to the waiver and see that someone has made a bid on this person. I guess if you're trying to be sneaky, you got to do it even earlier than you normally would. Um. Like, if you're watching someone, you might have to pick them up and then kind of hope they start doing something. Doing something the next couple of weeks rather than, like, oh, shit, this guy had a big game. People are going to be looking at him. It all depends on, too, like, what do we do? Do we expand rosters or? Yeah, like, I'm always on roster expansion. expansion. We should just bump it to $500 hard cap 
and just add like 15 spots. But <laughs> brunch practice squads, just just really open it up. That's crazy. I mean, that's not crazy. It's just a, a pretty drastic. Well, you just change. have to. I if we got rid of kickers and defense too, I would be fine. Just to be able to have more regular players. Um, no, getting rid of kickers and defense. Fuck kickers and defense. They're terrible. I want to keep kickers and defense, but if it happened, it's not something I would quit over. They should be mar- narfed. I wouldn't quit over it either. I just don't want DFS stuff then. No, I don't. I oh, don't, the IDP shit? I am yeah, not. Yeah, no. IDP. No, 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 if we got rid of kickers and defense, I would have. My proposal you, I, would I think be, you would have to add another tight end and add another flex. Yeah, that would be my proposal. Would be, But then get rid of the half-point for the tight end. Would be adding tight end. Adding flex and eliminating the uh, half-point PPR for tight end. So that would be my proposal. You would for sure need to raise the limit for tight end depth. Like yeah, roster limit. Yeah, it would go to probably it, to four. Like it yeah. does with quarterback. Yeah. Make it a super flex instead of a two quarterback. Well, that's, I would still that's keep like it to quarterback. I would just want to add the flex of tight end because you would have two quarterback, two running back, two receiver, two tight end, and then two flex. Two flex. flex. I like that idea. Two so flex. it's just kind of more balanced. Running backs would be really fucking valuable in that scenario because if you're able to start four running backs that, you know, if they're top 15, top 20 or whatever, like that's those players are going to be scoring more points than – Starting a bunch of receivers, or if someone's oh, going to start a third tight end or something like that, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it'd be a, just a crazy advantage. Well, I guess that's another topic for another day, huh? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Like I said, derail everything. No, that's just... cool. I mean, like we had finished the mock, and uh, we had. Yeah. Well, we got to where we're stopping. Because it's yeah. just <laughs> something that I had been thinking about, like because I remember like bidding on people and then like getting outbid, and I was like, well. I should have probably bid more, but I wish I could have been in some kind of an idea of where I could start with bidding. So, I yeah. mean, I understand the, the concept of it being a blind bid. At the same time, you know, it would have given somebody else a chance at Devontae Adams. Yeah. For sure. I feel you there. All right, so until next week, uh, suck it, Trey. Yeah. <laughs>